Welcome to the Food, Peace, Please podcast, co-hosted by Serena Marie, RD, creator of Food Freedom Fit Fam, and Susan Ports, RD, creator of Ag Quality Academy. Our joint mission is to empower women to embrace food freedom. We want women to realize that there's more to life than changing your body and counting your calories, macros, or points. While we are medical professionals, this podcast is informational only and not meant as a substitute for individual medical advice. Now let's get this party started. Welcome to the Food Peace Please podcast. I am super excited to be with you today. Susan and I are going to talk all about what you need instead of a meal plan, but before we do that, I want to know, Susan, what's new with you? Oh, so actually, Eric and I have been talking about all the places that we want to like travel and see while we're living in Pennsylvania. And so, nerd alert, but I like created a spreadsheet so that way (laughs) I know like what places we want to go to and like how far it is from where we're living. And like if we could just do it like in a day trip um, or like if we're going to plan like weekends. So I'm getting super excited about it because like while um, Eric has never been to New York City. Oh, yeah, so I really am excited for him to go because I think he's going to be like super obsessed with the architecture there, you know, and like just yeah. the buildings. Um, and then we're looking at like going to DC and Philly, of course. And um, we also want to check out, I don't know if you've been to like the Finger Lakes region in New York and like gone all the way up to like Niagara Falls. Yes, I went to school in uh, Ithaca. So I, yeah, so I I lived there. But then also Niagara Falls is beautiful. And if you even wanted to maybe go to Montreal, that's really cool too. Mm, Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to like get more goods from you. I like totally forgot where you went to school. That's okay. (laughs) No problem. Um, Yeah. And Jersey Shore too. We should like do that. Yes, beaches. Like, yes. The fact that, like, okay, y'all, Midwest girl, and I like to say, y'all, sometimes my cousins from Texas just die. And I actually hope that my cousin listens to this when I say it. But, anyways, um, Midwest girl here on the East Coast, but like being like two hours from the ocean is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I grew up on the beach, so I love the ocean so much. In Wisconsin, we're like 18 hours from the ocean and it's <laughs> oh my God. terrible. We have tons of lakes. They're beautiful, but it's just not the same. It's different, but it's an, it's also beautiful to be on a lake. I love that experience too. Yeah. So what about you? What's new with you? Okay, so what is new with me is not that new, but we moved into our home in Philadelphia in June last year, 2021. And so we moved from like an apartment in Brooklyn to a big house and furnishing it is taking a really long time. So I have this new thing that I do basically almost every day. There's a Habitat for Humanity, like a restore, um, just a few blocks from our house. So now every day at the beginning of my run, I run to the Habitat to see if they have any like new furniture to slowly but surely start like really furnishing the house. Um, So that is coming along. Um, Right now I'm really on the hunt for like an outdoor patio set, like um, for like a table and chairs, 
we tried ordering one last year and with all of the like craziness with packages and deliveries, we never got it. Um, so yeah, I'll like keep everyone updated as I like procure new furniture. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that. This is so much fun. Yeah. I love like furniture decorating, like I am very overwhelmed by it. You can like come over and like literally tell me what to do and I'll follow your instructions. Oh, that would be so much fun for me. My friends tell me this all the time. This is like my like sideline hobby. Like I kind of just like decorating. Oh, you just, okay. You're going to be getting text messages from me. (laughs) Perfect. Like, uh, yeah, it's fun for me. Okay, good. That's really good to know. Um, okay. So that's what's new with us. So, okay. Well, let me ask you, Susan, if I'm on a, like a health journey, can't I just go to Google and like find a meal plan to follow and, you know, clean up my act that way? Yeah. You know, you could. (laughs) (laughs) There are tons of meal plans out there. There really are. And now, I just want to like clarify what we're talking about. We're talking about like a meal plan that's like listing out what you need to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what you need to eat for your snacks, like, and then you feel like you need to follow it to a T every single day. That's the kind of meal plan we're talking about. Here's the thing. Well, that may sound really, really great, right? Like, because you're thinking in your mind, I just don't want to think about food. And if someone just tells me, if I have right there on my nice little eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, what I'm supposed to eat every day, I will just eat that. I won't think about it and it'll be fine. But I have to ask you, have you, have you tried that before? Because the reality of it is that life happens. And I think that you've probably, like, if you listen to this podcast on the rag or maybe you're, like, binging us because you just started listening to us and you realize that, like, we're your new BFFs. And <laughs> I really hope that's what you're thinking. I hope so, too. I'm like, buddy, I'm like, please say yes. <laughs> Shoot us a DM. Yes. Love you guys. Um. But if if you're th- thinking that, like, if you just have exactly what to do, like, what is going to happen when life happens and, you know, and you say you get invited to go out to dinner and so you don't eat what's on the meal plan that night. And then, you know, you get up for breakfast and you eat something different. It, and the thing of it is, it's just not realistic. It's just not. And Like I, the amount of times that I've had people ask me for a meal plan, I'm like, look, I get it. Like you just want someone to tell you what to eat because it feels easier. But the reality of it is, is that when someone actually tells you what to eat, that's not what you really want to eat. Like you don't want to just eat chicken and spinach every day. Or, you know, maybe you have a one week meal plan and you just recycle it every week. Like Something is going to happen that's going to like throw you off. Yeah. It's just so unrealistic. And I don't mean to be laughing, but it, it's funny because I think it's every dietitian's biggest pet peeve is if somebody says, can you just tell me what to eat or can you just give me a meal plan? And it is not taking so many things into consideration. It's not taking into consideration, what are you craving? Like if I am craving – 
um, like chicken pot pie right now and you were to come over here and give me this like nice salad and pizza, sure, maybe I would get physically full, but I would still be thinking about my chicken pot pie. Like I didn't satisfy my craving. So that meal plan that just like, you know, just like chooses some random food for you without taking your cravings into account is not setting you up for success. It doesn't take into account what is your, like, do you like to cook? Do you not like to cook? You know, do you have a half hour to cook, to make lunch on Monday or do you not? It doesn't take into account, what if you go to the grocery store and you can't find that ingredient? Then you're, you're, you're screwed, right? What if you are out to eat and they don't have the food on the meal plan at the restaurant? Then there you go. You messed up. You failed. And that failure, any of this, this situations where you're getting set up to not be able to do things within the context of your real life you're going to eventually fail, quote unquote, because it's completely unrealistic. And we take that failure in our society, we tend to take it as a personal failing. And we tend to feel really bad about ourselves. And when we feel bad about ourselves, that we couldn't stick to it, we didn't have enough willpower, we weren't disciplined enough, we weren't prepared enough, then you have all these negative self-talk and all that negative self-talk tends to lead to us beating ourselves up and making choices that don't serve our health and our wellness and our success. And that's... (laughs) why I cannot stand meal plans. Yeah. And they really don't even – I was thinking about this as you were talking, but like the, like if there's quantities on there of how much you're supposed to eat, mm-hmm. like if it's spitting out a quantity and maybe it's spitting it out because like you put in like a specific calorie level, like you don't even know. Like your calorie needs change on a day-to-day basis. It can change based on your activity. And by the way, they're way more than you think that they are. And like, that's just not even accurate. And that amount that's listed on there, like, who knows if that's even going to fill you up? Like, what happens if you eat it and then you're not full and then you're hungry for your snack like an hour after you ate, but you're not supposed to eat your snack for like two more hours yet? Yeah, that's a really good point. Just so many rules. And I think like, And I hope that you realize like the more that Serena and I talk on this podcast that like we're not like get like these are things that like have just been ingrained in our culture and that's why we call it diet culture and they've been ingrained into your head and you think that they're true but they're really not and we just want you to know that like you don't need those things. Like you don't need a meal plan. Now, with that being said, if you want to plan your meals, like Mm -hmm. for example, like planning out dinners to me is extremely helpful. And I'm going to tell you why planning out dinners are helpful. And maybe this will be helpful for you because I think sometimes when you're in this process, and I've talked to some of my clients about this, but like you reach this point where you're like, okay, where's the line here? Because like, no, I don't need a meal plan that specifically tells me exactly what to eat, how much to eat at every single meal. But like, I do need to think a little bit about what I'm going to eat, right? Because you have to like plan your groceries and you you don't, I mean, maybe you want to go to the grocery store every day. I like going to the grocery store, but I don't want to go every day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too, girl. Um, And that's where like, planning out your meals, like planning what you're going to have for dinner. That's what I do. I like to plan out like our dinner meals, our evening meals. 
And really the point of that is to simplify. So that way I'm not stuck every single night trying to figure out what to make for dinner, but also so I know I'm using what I have and I'm getting things that I would need to make certain things. And that doesn't mean I always do that. Like I definitely on a whim will make something that just like sounds good and as long like if I have the things available, but that type of like meal planning or meal prepping, that could be helpful. But there is this like fine line that that you just have to kind of define for yourself. Yeah, I think I think that's a really good point. And I always – it's so funny that you're like tripping over the words of like meal planning, meal prepping because I literally – every time I talk about this with my clients, I do the same thing. I'm like, it's not really meal planning. It's not really meal prepping. <laughs> we almost like need like a different terminology. Um, and I think it's more so just that we we get this immediate diet culture feeling when we hear meal planning and meal prepping. But remember, with, you know, food freedom, a really big part of – you know, doing this in a way that feels good for your body is honoring your hunger. So in order to honor our hunger, when we're at a comfortable level, we need food accessible to us. So if I just like literally never thought about what I was going to eat and had no plan and no food in my house, it would be really freaking hard for me to feed my body when I'm at a comfortable level of hunger because I'd have to go to the store. I'd have to figure out what that, that that's not realistic. Like that's not what we're saying. But this is kind of that black and white thinking. It's like I'm either having a meal plan or I have no clue what's going on. And so it's like when you work with a dietitian, Susan and I aren't like laughing at you like, ha ha ha, we're not going to tell you what to eat. You have food freedom now. We're still going to hold your hand and teach you really how to think about, you know, what foods are realistic for your lifestyle. Like, do you need to use microwavable friendly foods? Do you have time to prep on the weekends and make a big box of a big bag of quinoa or, you know, chicken breasts or whatever, or like, you know, do we need to use more freezer food items or do we need to like, you know, maybe order out on Tuesday afternoons because things are just too crazy. Like we come up with a game plan, but that game plan is flexible. Like I think what Susan just said, we're like, just because I'm going to write down that on Tuesday night, I'm going to make you know tuna casserole. If Tuesday runs around, uh, comes around and I do not want tuna casserole, I have permission to order a pizza or I have permission to instead eat, you know, leftovers from Monday night instead. Like there is nothing written in stone. And I think that's where the the meal plan that you find on Google that you follow to a T where it tells you to eat one cup of rice and you cannot eat another bite more. Like I think that's the difference between the type of meal planning that we help our clients with versus what you like find in a cookbook or like on Google. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's there is a very big difference. And you know, I think I'll, when you were talking about like really getting in the gray there and not being so like rigid about what you're doing. Like that is like the whole point of food freedom. That's like the whole point of like what we're teaching you is so that you can be flexible. And if you, and you don't feel guilty and you don't feel bad if like Serena was saying on Tuesday, you don't want what you planned and you want to order out pizza or like, because the thing about food freedom is it allows for the flexibility of life. It allows you the flexibility to live. And that's honestly the whole purpose of this podcast is to get you to just live your life and like food is a part of it, but it's not like the whole thing. And you don't spend tons of time and energy worrying about food. 
because you just have the confidence to know how to take care of your body, what to eat, you know, like how to plan in a way that's going to work best for you and your body. Like that's the whole point of having food freedom is it translates into this freedom to just live your life in a way that works best for you. Yeah, that's really beautifully said. It's like rather in order to follow a strict meal plan, your life needs to revolve around like being home at time to get the meal plan and having the Tupperware with you and and getting the ingredients and food freedom is literally like you're going to have food available to you because we want to make sure you have access to food when you're hungry, but it's not going to be this thing that you're constantly obsessing over. I think that's a really great way to delineate yeah. between the two. Yeah. Yeah. So you do not need a meal plan. You do not need more recipes. You really just need to figure out how to understand how to make food choices that make you feel good in your body and how to spend less time worrying about whether foods are good or bad or clean or dirty or, you know, fattening or not fattening, whatever rule you have, and really learn how to just trust your your body, what your body's telling you. Yeah. I think you like kind of nailed like the deeper issue, which we're really good at getting at here on this podcast, mm-hmm. if you've been listening. Uh, and that is trust, mm. right? Like learning how to trust your body is really hard because you haven't been taught how to trust your body. You've been taught the opposite of that. You've been taught that you can't trust your body and that you need to control and not give yourself that flexibility. But the reality is that when you release the control and you start allowing that flexibility and you allow yourself to have that freedom, like that's where the beauty lies because you will start to, you will realize that you can actually trust yourself. Like you'll realize like, I mean, if I could just like, I'd love to like just record the moments when I've had clients like come back after, you know, experimenting with different foods and realizing, or even after a few months of working together and just like realizing that like, wow, like I I kept that bag of chips in the house mm-hmm. and I honestly, I ate some, but I really wasn't like, oh my gosh, I have to eat it. I have to eat it all. It's there. I got to finish it. Like those like moments of like that is like where you see like they're really like embracing that trust. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I feel like I've had clients tell me I feel normal, quote unquote, around food. Like I eat like a normal person. I can have chips in my house and I don't have to binge them or, or you know, never have them in my house because then I will eat them all. And, you know, I, I love that you kind of got to the root of it there where it's like literally about instead of wanting to outsource the control to a dietitian or to a meal plan – building that trust. And and you're right. That's really what we're doing is we're holding our client's hand and we're helping them build that trust. And then eventually they get to the point where they can just do it themselves without us and they're mm-hmm. ready to graduate. And it's such a beautiful thing to witness. It totally is. Well, I hope that you guys found this episode helpful and just made you reflect on maybe what you've thought the issue was and realize that like it's actually deeper, which is the theme of our podcast here. And we hope that you will let us know if this is helpful for you. Yeah. Shoot us a DM. Thanks, guys. 
Thank you for joining us. If you are a female athlete looking to heal your relationship with your body, head to serenamarierd.com to download my free runner's guide to better body image. And if you're trying to conceive, head over to simplejoyfulnutrition.com to grab your free guide to get started boosting your egg quality.